Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. going on what's going on stranger how's uh how sharp man this is gonna be this is gonna get real loud i can see it now what this spider-man it's soundtrack too, in the background you know what it is it's too distracting for you isn't it i'm just waiting for because like your boy and you incredible hope kick, kicking the door stuff. in yeah <laughs> i'm trying to get my wolverine on right now <laughs> where your underoos yeah welcome to the local podcast hey Standing Episode ovation from one. Pam Miles is here. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We're going to talk about your upcoming event. Well, I'm excited. We can talk about all sorts of stuff. I know. We, I haven't seen you in like a month. Yeah, Charlene got uh, exiled from the podcast for about, I don't know, probably, actually you about a month. You exiled me. I appreciate what you did, but at the same time, I'm like, you what? You <laughs> what? didn't even run it by me. Oh. It was a <laughs> Monday a after podcast? she did a play. Yeah. He did a podcast without me. Was, without even telling me he was doing it was, without me. And it, I bombed it so bad. <laughs> nobody's going to that. Did uh, you? Nobody's going to go to that event that I was. What was it? It was Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. It's next Saturday or so. Was it? No, I was just, I'm just super awkward, like by myself. <laughs> and so I just ruined everything by being me. Did you? Yeah, kind of. Oh. I so, mean, so not you, really. It's, so you begged her back after, after that? Yeah. We got to. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do a lot of social media for them to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be fine. When is that event? I think it's next Saturday. I believe it's next Saturday. Saturday before Easter. That's this Saturday. Yeah. No, that was last Saturday. Easter has not happened yet. Easter is this weekend. Yeah, so it's the Saturday before Easter. Oh, so it's okay. It's this Saturday. Mm, you yeah. sure? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I thought Are it was like the sure sixth. Sure that Christ is rising on <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not on my calendar, he ain't. You got to stay in there another week, my dude. I'm not prepared. <laughs> Sunday a miracle is going to occur. <laughs> what it has to do with the bunny rabbit and jelly beans, I have no idea. Complete yeah. stretch, but. It's, I don't know. Easter is so crazy to me. Like, you get, there's so many different ways to celebrate it. Yeah. It's very confusing sometimes. I think Easter is, like, when kids stop Kids don't listen to this podcast. But nah. when kids stop believing in mythical, you know. Right. Yeah, two fairies, Santa. We th- never, ever, Sorry. ever, ever know. I can't snitch. No. I can't. Oh, my bad. You <laughs> rattling start off. off with the Easter bunny and let's say leprechauns. Right, right. You know, they Ease can go it. first. Oh, like yeah. boogeyman? Yeah. You gotta yeah, start. they go. Yeah. Oh. The big man never goes. You sure? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's a No. <laughs> Not are you talking about Andre the Giant? What big man are you talking about? No, he died. He did oh. die. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. The HBO big man with the beard and the uh, and not Tim, the uh, one that, that brings presents. That's still Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anyway, her husband is a giant Viking with a beard that yeah. usually that has presents. presents, but not to be confused with Santa Claus. Okay. Oh, yes, we don't discuss. I'm sorry. Old Saint Nick, but I think when kids start to go, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, is this real? Is usually starts with the Easter Bunny. Right, he's the first one to go. Yeah, he's the weak link. See, I'm he 30. Makes zero sense when it comes. 
Right. Right? I'm <laughs> right. 35 <laughs> years old right now, and I get an Easter basket every year. Do you really? Yes. And it's the same one I got from when I was a baby. From like, your it's a little, like, rabbit shaped wicker basket. And it's, yeah, every year. Does she put, like, the same snacks in it? Usually, yeah. There's, I mean, like, it's the same malt basket. eggs, and I just throw those right in the dumpster oh, and just I go straight those. to the reason. Give them to me. Don't throw them away. I love malt. You got, like, Malt balls, malt eggs. My kids never get an Easter basket yeah. on Easter. They get it on Monday. Why? Everything's fifty percent off on Sunday. Nice. <laughs> That's right. That's I mean, balling, balling I on a budget is the way to I'm do a it. Better mother because I'm so right up your alley. Yeah. But I'm usually the one that's so riddled with guilt that I'm taking that trip to Walmart at right. midnight. Going, right. I hate yeah. this holiday. I yeah. always forget about it. Yeah, the tooth fairy too. I was never a good tooth fairy. No, my kids would literally yeah. come and like wake me up and be like, yeah. "Mom, yeah, that tooth has I been got, under like, my pillow for like a week." And there was always a reason. They're, yeah. they're piling like, up oh, under here. You didn't hear? There's yeah. like a tooth fairy strike right now. Yeah. It's crazy town. Yeah. Yeah. It's been on the news. Did you forget to write the tooth fairy a letter about your tooth? <laughs> And sign it in cursive. I mean, like, the letter hasn't gotten there yeah. yet, babe. It takes a long yeah. time. Yeah. These things take time. Yeah, she's in Alaska right now. <laughs> you got to make them jump through all the hoops to make yeah. sure they, they've earned they've it. They've changed all the rules. They're yeah. not even going to get to Alabama. Yeah, now they're just... <laughs> so, like, now they're they're just, only coming once a year. Right. So, like, we're just pile all your teeth right. under your pillow. Yeah. Here's 32 bucks or however many teeth you got in your head as a kid. I'll yeah. build a tooth fairy. Yeah, we'll just go ahead. We'll Don't just knock all this it. out at once. Yeah. My daughter finally said, I'm starting to think the tooth fairy really sucks at her job. Yes. <laughs> or she she's does. not real. Uh, well, she's probably tired. Could go either way. That yeah. works. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now she has to work nights and be sneaky. Oh, I'm so terrified to have kids because then I've, I don't know. I feel like breaking their spirit is going to be the easy part. But like going along with this nonsense <laughs> out of the gate is going to be very difficult for me. I think you'll actually have the most fun at it. I'm going to be like, man, but you think that dude's squeezing down that chimney? Come on. Yeah, but you love to lie. It's all lies. Yeah. I don't love to lie. The first 10 years is all lies. That's yeah. all we do is lie, lie, lie. Oh, you're going to be all right, little buddy. Yes. Oh my God, I think he's going to bleed out. <laughs> you, did, you did not almost drown. I don't think he's yeah. okay. Yeah. He's okay. definitely concussed. you got to stay up, man. <laughs> We're going to watch all these cartoons. Get you through this. You're so smart. Yeah, that man, this, he's man, he's blue collar already. He's, he's four months. <laughs> walking yet? Friend of mine, friend of mine was on the phone lives. with his nephew, who is like legit two or three years old, and right. so he's just like making. I don't know what age kids start talking, but he was having this weird like patched together conversation with his nephew, and he was like, "Man, we're gonna have to get this kid in trade school or something because he is not college material." <laughs> we just started making Already. fun of him, and he was like, "What are you talking about? See, like, you're terrible." That's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. You don't even know what we're talking That's about. That's right. You. I'm talking about tax reform. Go get me a beer. Go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Go get me a whiskey. Mm. I told you how to pour. Yeah. I taught you that. Uh, another friend of mine actually has actually Harry Hall. Yeah. Has a bartender on staff. I don't, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Where? At his house? No, no. it's a, that is smart. It's a friend of ours. It's Mo's kid. I don't know if I can say this out loud or not, but that imp- <laughs> implicating or whatever oh, that word is. This is 16? Pro- okay. Um, for 20 bucks a month or something. Like he, Will has to go make Harry drinks anytime Harry's at the house. It's pretty incredible. Like, Wait, where does this kid live? Like across the street? Yeah, no, he lives like, uh, he, well... I was going to say he lives with Mo. No, he lives like just down the road, around the corner. And so like anytime Harry's at 
Moe's house. His, uh, I feel like I'm talking about the Three Stooges, <laughs> but it's Larry. But anyway, yeah. So Will has to make Harry Hall drinks whenever he's at the house. We had something similar when our best friends used to live like three houses down from us in Chapelwood. Yeah. They had a um, 15, 16-year-old son. So we each had beer refrigerators in our garage. Mm-hmm. And of course, wherever you were ran out of beer. Sure. Right. So somebody had to be the runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was always Clint yeah. who had to run. Get that radio and that flyer and get to got work. So good at it, he could carry a full twelve pack <laughs> without a backpack. Like he could stuff his pockets. Oh, I thought you were gonna say shirt. I'm gonna say most of those things system. come with handles. It's not hard. Yeah. But if and they're then loose in there, when my yeah. son came of age, Clint was like, "I'm done. Yeah, retired. It's your turn." <laughs> I told you this was gonna get lit in a second. Yeah. As soon as I say, it just dies off. Up down, up down. I can't deal with these crescendos. <laughs> Making me nervous. All right, so let's mention a couple of sponsors of the local podcast, Dakota Coffee Works. Love them. Yeah, I go there just about every day and I get the same thing. Large hot mocha whipped cream. It's like five bucks. Delish. And yeah, dude, and they do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, it, it, they're not fooling around. No. Like and it, you can ask for almond milk or soy milk it keeps or fat-free milk. Very alert for a good like four hours. And their coffee's smooth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. And they roast it downtown. No offense to the Starbucks, but Starbucks can get a little like tangy. Over the top. I don't know if it's tangy or bitter. They got or... that burntness on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm well, not I'm wrong not about that, right? I'm not gonna go start talking about Starbucks desserts like the in the middle one of a company in the world Dakota that could buy and sell us and shut us down. <laughs> they could just Run. buy this paper and print nothing but Starbucks commercials. Right? Dude, they got the money. Come on, <laughs> I'll lay that. I'll lay 28 pages of nothing out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but I prefer Dakota. Just putting it out yeah. there. And uh, Dakota is located on 84 West. Yeah, and they've got one in Enterprise. Yes, they do. Over by Shane's Rib Shack. Yep. On mm-hmm. uh, the Bull Weevil Circle. Everything's on the Bull Weevil Circle. I know. I figured that was a safe thing to say. Yep. Next up, Rituals Day Spa, also located in Dothan and Enterprise. Can I talk about their customer service real quick? Because it's pretty ridiculous. Sure. I. My wife had a birthday the other day, and because I'm terrible. This soundtrack is driving me up the wall. What do you want to listen to? Ask Alexa. Fix Alexa, me. go to the next track. No, she. Oh, she deboed my request. Anyway, <laughs> so instead of calling whatever phone number you guys have, because I don't actually know it, right? I just called Jerrica. <laughs> I just called her cell phone. I was like, "Hey, what's up? It's Justin. Can uh, please help me? Yeah, let me get that hour massage." And she's like, "Okay, I'll have it for you in like ten minutes." I was like, "I'm on my way." That was it. Was she even One there? Yeah. When was this? Uh, last, I don't know, Thursday? No. Oh, okay. Last Wednesday? Something like that. Okay. I was going to say because she was on vacation. Yeah. Oh, man. If she would have been on vacation, that would have been and incredible. And pulled it off. Yeah. Bozy was actually up there. I said hey to him. Oh. I don't see him that often. but Yeah, they're awesome. I, it's I, his birthday? I'm not trying to get on this. Yeah, no. It was Bozy's birthday. But uh, I would like to say that our front desk is pretty fabulous. Yeah. Like if you ever need anything. And administrative assistance... Day is coming up soon. Everybody forgets it until the last second. And we do have packages for you. Get them. Get all of them. Yeah. One of each for each assistant. Yeah. And Foster Fest. Yeah. Foster Fest. When is that? Is it the Next sixth? Next week. Is that Next the Friday. Yeah, it is. It's the day before. Is it the day before it's Easter? F- When's you Easter? Are, we, I got to okay. get this figured out. Jesus Christ is rising on Sunday. This, this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. He and the Easter Bunny are hand in hand having a holiday 
on Sunday. Do you think the Easter the Bunny is the one that dug him out of that show. hole? Huh? You think the Easter Bunny dug a little bit so he could move that rock? And that's He's why they the celebrate one that little that rabbit. Moved the rock so that Jesus could get out of the tomb. That's, that's where they where tie together. From. Dude, that'd be a ripped up bunny. You know, <laughs> cross CrossFit. Rabbit. That'd be incredible. Um, that's happening this Sunday. Foster Fest is next Friday. It's the first Friday of oh, every yeah. month. That way, if you gave up whatever it was that you gave up for, for Lent, Lent, that's all off. You can do it within well, reason Foster at Foster Fest. Or not. Yeah. It'd be a spectacle. Sure. Why not? I'll allow that. I'm not on the board anymore. Yeah, exactly. You can Dude, be a spectacle. Go bonkers at Foster Fest. <laughs> all right. So those are our sponsors for episode 85. Pam. Miles. Her last name Miles, is Miles. not Williams, as I've been writing everywhere. <laughs> Muscle um, memory. Pam, are you from Dothan? I'm actually not from Dothan. Where are you from? From kind of everywhere. My dad was in the Army, so I lived all over and graduated high school in Germany and moved to Troy to go to college and then ended up in Dothan. Uh, so did your family move from Germany back here? No, they were in Indianapolis. But um, I had, had fam- I have family that's from Alabama and I always loved it down here and wanted to come back here to go to college. Okay. So... Well, That's cool. a. Did oh, you I like wanted to be an in, Alabama girl. In, did you really? Yeah. Uh, did you like living in Germany? I love living in Germany. Yeah. How long were you guys there? For all of my high school and about a year after. I thought that was so awesome. It was really cool. What part? I was in Bamberg. I've been did to Brussels. Uh, it's pretty yeah. chill over there. Brussels is awesome too. Have you? Did you travel all of Europe? Yes, because it was so cheap to travel yeah. all over Europe. So you could just like, I mean, for like a hundred and two hundred dollars, you could go to Switzerland or you could go to Brussels or Amsterdam or. It was like every teenager's dream. <laughs> I feel like people don't realize that Europe is just a bunch of states that are actually countries. Right. Like, it's all, like, Alabama's like the size South, of Germany. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like the southeast. Yeah. It's not very big. Mm. Right. And it's like 60 bucks to fly anywhere. Like Right. It's, yeah, it's very easy to, to get around. I've not been to Europe. And it's so safe, so safe to travel. So I was a teenager, and I would just go wherever with a couple of my friends, and my parents would just let me travel around Europe. That's cool. Crazy. Which I would never let my kids do because I'd be scared they'd get yeah. human trafficked. I've seen, right? yeah, I've seen hostile. I know how this is playing yeah. out. We've seen taken. Yeah. We've seen all yeah. of them. I'm not Liam Neeson. They're not going in a country locked up right. abroad. Yeah. But mom, you got to. Yeah. Okay, well, that was a different day and time. Yeah, yeah. they didn't have guns then. Yeah, I, I wasn't as cute as them. <laughs> Nobody wanted to steal me. None of us were. None of us were that cute. Right, that right. They're like, what kind of a business can we have to yeah. these kids? None. Right. They're awful looking. Yeah, That's I always right. got like. <laughs> yeah, when I was a teenager, I. Look like a teenager. Right yeah. now was, they look like Victoria's Secret models. That. They do. Like, it's all the GMO chicken. They do. Yeah, it's yeah. the GMO chicken, chicken tenders we've been feeding them for the last yep. eighteen years. Them Happy Meals yeah. gonna give Dad sad meals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, all right, so you ended up here, and then you graduated from Troy. Yes. So, right. so Troy is the biggest university in the world. A lot of people don't know that about Troy, and so that's how I knew about it. Is it's on every single military base. Oh. So that's huh. how they're the biggest university. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That, and you get a 10% discount if you're a chamber member. That's right. You really do. Yeah. So, That's crazy. So I moved down here to go to Troy because I'd heard about it because it was mm-hmm. on, it was in Germany. Alexa, that is ridiculous. Turn it down. <laughs> Did she turn it down? Yeah. 
feel like she's messing with me. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Dude, this is the, I mean, this is the prequel. This is exactly how Terminator 1 starts. <laughs> start barking at little discs on your desk. And then they start doing things. And the next thing you know, like, your car eats you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was looking at who she was yelling at. I forgot about it. Like, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she just, like, snapped. Ridiculous. <laughs> it sucks having those things at the house, too, because, like, they listen to the TV. And so, some, like, some Amazon Echo commercial will come on, and they'll be like, Good, play whatever and all of a sudden like she's trying to change my television channel <laughs> I'm like whoa 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 <laughs> when technology was new yeah like it's, in another 10 years we're going to be dealing with a whole different oh, yeah. animal yeah my automatic razor won't shave my legs right behind <laughs> my knee I keep getting <laughs> like, that's exactly how it's going to go don't do anything yourself anymore right. at yeah. all we don't right. drive we don't you're going to walk walk down a hallway and there's going to be some weird like <laughs> waxing station that's just like spinning whatever <laughs> just ripping hair out of your legs <laughs> as you're walking down the hallway that sounds terrible yeah it's gonna be like a car wash on the way out it's gonna be no. beating you to death you have to walk through it naked you're gonna get a toddler that goes through there and just come out yes. like completely <laughs> bald some goggles it's gonna like Billy Corgan and a covering for your head yeah <laughs> I feel like you bummed out our assistant now I'm sorry Alexa it was too much hurt her feelings yeah she's yeah, she's a sassy gets girl all depressed at home too <laughs> I probably need to change my tone. Yeah. Especially if you ask them if they're recording you, it gets very awkward too. But <laughs> did I tell you the story about the Google at home? No. I'm sorry, fam. We, I promise we'll get right back to your. Uh, <laughs> Jake was home and started yelling at it, mm-hmm. and so it. It's funny that we. It's not funny, but we're doing the superhero 5K, and I'm talking about this. So, okay, Google comes back with. This whole report on how yelling at your children is bad. <laughs> and, oh, that right. you shouldn't, and that you shouldn't do it. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> I mean, let the record show. I love it. I've yeah. had some dodgy run-ins with some step parents. Yeah. yeah. I never got hit when it was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the red flag. Yeah. It just keeps yeah. escalating. Yeah. 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 So maybe yeah. we need to put one of those in everybody's house and that will prevent child abuse. Just maybe. Potentially. Like, yeah, as soon as things are escalating. Yeah, yeah, then maybe it like clicks yeah. on and starts recording the situation, right. shoots it straight to the cops. Yeah. We're not far from that. That's amazing it's and like terrifying minority. at the yeah. same time. It's like our world is going to be like minority report yeah. soon. Yeah. Like they're going to be like, you're going to commit a crime. You were thinking about shoplifting today. <laughs> so here's a $150 fine because right. you know you were going to do it. Yeah. But I was doing it I had no money. How am I going to pay this fine? Now I got to shoplift more things to pay your stupid fine. Then what? Now we're just in this downward spiral scenario. I was going to change my mind. Yeah. And I was just contemplating it. Yeah. I, forgot, I forgot I had that in my shirt. I'm sorry. Oh, you, I'm sorry. I was just seeing what it felt like. Yeah. Um, it's like did, a pack of ribs. Like, <laughs> you just Jameis Winston right out of the grocery store. What, uh, what did you study at Troy? Criminology. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Criminal justice and a little bit of psychology mixed in there. And then what did you do after college? I was a juvenile probation officer at 21 years old. and um, I How looked, did that go? Yeah, did you have well, clients that were that older like? than you? Well, they weren't older than me, but they, they looked older than they me. They could be peers. I looked like I was 14. And so the first kid Kinda that I took do. to lock up by myself, they wouldn't let me leave. And they called my boss, and he was just laughing. He was like, does she look scared? And I was like, I am scared. And they yeah. got me in jail and they won't let me out. And then he had to talk, like say, no, she works for me. She's actually 21. So 
Yeah, she's good. <laughs> they would be like, you can't go anywhere. You're like, I, uh, yeah. I can. They thought I was trying to manipulate my way back out of there because I left my badge in the car and it just did not oh. go well. Oh yeah. And I went to State Trooper Training Academy in Selma. And I was with my class and I went to my car to get something. And I was walking back and the State Trooper stopped me and he's like, hey, you need to get with your class. And I was like, well, I'm. I'm going back over there with them, you know, mm-hmm. but I was thinking, why are you talking to me so aggressively? You know, we're both grown. We're both here for training, you know? Yeah. And then he was like, no, they're that way. And I was like, are you talking like about that group of middle schoolers? High schoolers? He's like, uh, they're actually middle schoolers. <laughs> I was like, yeah, are so you talking about this group of kids? And he was like, yeah, I was like, I'm here for training. And he was like, oh my God. I thought I was it was like, a field trip. Yeah. I was like, were they at least in high school? He's like, well, <laughs> not really. <laughs> heavy, on the, heavy on the tweens. <laughs> yeah. So they picked on me the whole time from them. But I got 10 get out of ticket free cards from him. So. Oh, that's nice. Is that yeah. a thing? It was a thing then. It worked. Man. From the state trooper? Yeah. That is a really yeah. good thing to have. Yeah. I couldn't be controlled. you cannot weasel out of speeding tickets no. with the state trooper's no. office. And not I learned anymore. to drive in Germany. So I got pulled over all the time. Uh, yeah. So that was nice to yeah. have. Just call him. Did you always try to do a German accent? You'd be like, I just came here from <laughs> Europe. No, but when I moved back from the States from Panama, I did try to pretend like I only knew Spanish. Wait, yeah. here we go. What? <laughs> Panama tangent. Wait, huh? I lived in Panama when I moved back. When I, did you live in Panama? When I was like in fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. What years? When Noriega was there, I guess. That was like... Were you in Panama? Yes. What years were you there? I was born and raised there. Really? Yes. I lived in Diablo. Okay. I lived at Fort Amador. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You lived where the golf course was. Yes. Yes. I did. That's so cool. That was one of my favorite places ever. Uh, So I was there um, 70-ish something. Okay. And until um, 87. Okay. Well, I was there in the 80s, the, the mid to late 80s, I think. Where did you go to high school? Uh, well, junior high. Did you go to Karundu? Karundu Junior High. Uh-huh. So did I. Yeah. What so, year did you graduate from high school? I graduated from high school in 93. Okay, so. I graduated in 90. Okay. So my sister was there when you were there then, because she graduated in 90. What was her name? It was Becky Mosley then. And you guys were military, though. We were military. Uh-huh. This is just like watching that scene in Step Brothers. We're what? like, do we just become best friends? <laughs> <Do> we? <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing about, like, we're talking about junior high. This junior high was giant. Yes, it was this huge. They had school, a swimming pool in it. Yeah, it was like 3,000 kids. Yeah. It was no. That's too many. Yeah. It was a lot. And yeah. from, like, five different military bases mm-hmm. plus, like, five different Panama Canal um, towns. Like, it was huge. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a really cool place to live though. It was very awesome. cool. And when I moved back, I moved back. To, I told you I had family in Alabama, so I yeah. moved back to a school that I'd been to previously in between moves. And mm-hmm. so I tried to pretend like I only knew Spanish. They're so like, Pam, you were just here like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're you not even, that fluent. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> There's people like that. I know people like that that like have moved to New York for like a week yeah. and come back and they're like. Have this ridic- oh my god! Yeah, it's a ridiculous like Hasidic Jew accent. Yes, I've like, lived in Jersey on. like all my life. Yeah, you were in the folk. You're not telling me nothing. <laughs> come on. Um, that is crazy. So we were there at the exact same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nordiega used to actually when we used to go to the um, little like YMCA kind of place. He he he. Yes, house, he there was throw- one YMCA girl. Yeah, yeah. and he would like throw candy less. down out of the balcony thing. He would just like. Hanging out, you know. Yeah. They don't know how many how much candy I had that was laced so with like crack weird. or cocaine I don't or something. Remember that? 
He used to always be there and just like throw down random candy. From the YMCA in the middle well, of town, no, it was across the street from the police he station. He was across the street, yeah. Yeah. And there was like this big building and it had a balcony that came out and he would just like, I just remember him throwing candy down to us. That is ridiculous. It was really ridiculous. weird. Well, I, I don't know. You wouldn't let your kid have that candy okay, so now. during Never. the Panama no. Canal Zone, before that, mm. that's where all the kids would go to summer camp. Like, what okay. C-Act is now mm-hmm. is what the YMCA was like then, there right. for the all the Panama Canals, all the kids, basically. Right. So that's where we would go and have ballet lessons, tap dance yeah. lessons, all that stuff. Did so you learn how to do the payetta dancing and stuff? Did Peyote. You do that? No. Wait, um, what? No. <laughs> um, but I have Team Blecas. Do you know? Do you remember what the gold and yeah. pearl things that yeah. they, the poietas would have in their hair? Yes, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it was really a, a culture shock when you go there because there's um, there's these um, is it um, Kumba Indians, Kuna Tri- Indians, Kuna Indian yeah. tribes, and the women don't wear tops. And so, of course, in, in the United States, you don't see a lot of women sure. running around like that. Yeah. So I remember just being like, Yeah, they would all be on Stephen Circle. Yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah, so every, such a did white you get name. the thing around uh, your wrist before the first years before the first day of school? No. Uh, so the Kuna Indians would set up um, camp. And I don't know if they were topless there. Like if you went to the Kuna Islands, they would you let it all where hang they out. lived. Right. Yeah, but I it think was always when they after were in town, they always had tops on. Right. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Stephen Circle was like in the middle of what was the canal zone. And they would have, they're called molas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just reverse applique sewing. But they had these bracelets, the uh, Kuna Indians, these um, bead bracelets, they would wrap around and then wrap and wrap around. And they stayed on for like a month. But they would wear them and they would go from like wrist to elbow. Yeah. And the same like ankle to knee mm-hmm. almost. They would just keep wrapping and wrapping and wrapping these beads, and it would make this intricate design. So it was a thing there when you grew up there that you would get one of the Kuna Indian bracelets before the start. Like you went and bought your backpack, right. your lunchbox, your school clothes, and then you went to Stephen's <laughs> Circle and you got you your got beat Kuna bracelet. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really year. cool. Now, why did you grow up there? Were you? My mom was born and raised there, okay. and um, she worked at Gorgas Army Hospital. Okay. And then my dad was a Panama Canal pilot, so awesome. he took yeah, so he took okay. ships to the canal. That's neat. So that's why we were there, and then we had to leave because of Noriega. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel Everybody like that did. dude. Yeah, he, he was, got a little got scary. a little dodgy for it was a minute. A scary time. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a scary time. Which I think our parents probably shielded us from how scary it was, but right. like we were, I remember we were under house arrest. We were too. For like weeks. Yeah. Couldn't leave your house. And we lived where you could across, the, say there was like this big swampy area, or like I don't know if it, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you could see downtown from our house, mm-hmm. from our backyard. So you could see like all that stuff going on. Yeah, Emador. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. And Amador, um, where she's talking about, is where all the Schnooks and all the helicopters landed mm-hmm. for Just Cause. Mm-hmm. Operation, like, destroyed yeah. the golf course. But right. that was the most open place and the closest to where they yeah. could get to Noriega right. from. Right. So they, yeah, so all of the helicopters descended, like, it was crazy. Yeah. I became an entrepreneur there because we lived to get <laughs> to get from one hole to the next with the cross in front of our house. So mm-hmm. I would hide behind the hill, and when the guys would hit the golf balls, I would go snatch them. And then I would set up shop and sell them back. To him. <laughs> I was talking to Warren so today about that. Smart. Yeah, 
Warren Veal was talking about doing that when he was a kid. Like yeah. his dad would pull him around on a jet ski outside of Bay Point. Yeah. And yeah. he'd just like have a little dip net and like scoop up balls <laughs> and sell them back to these dudes for a dollar oh, yeah, piece. Lime. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I was also an entrepreneur. We had a lime tree in okay. our backyard. Yeah. And I would pick all the limes <laughs> and then go to the office building that was near my house and go and like office yeah. to office and sell my limes for yeah. like a nickel. And a people piece. would buy anything when you were a kid. I would get yes. those crystal yeah. rocks and I would clean them up and go door to door and sell them. My dad's like, why are people buying these dirty rocks from you? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. But they are. Yeah, who cares? Let's not ask why. Right. Yeah. Let's just be thankful they are. Shh, Dad. That's right. Okay, do you know how much penny yeah. candy I'm going to get? That's right. Did you tell all your uh, in, all your uh, clients that those limes would turn your tongue black if you overdid it with them? Wasn't yeah. it you that had that a black tongue? That was me tongue? in Mexico. Yeah. <clears throat> that was also when you mix limes with tequila. <laughs> a lot. It's a separate a story. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's fun. That that was, and it's hard to explain to people too what a cool childhood that yes. was because it was yeah. all flip flops and yes. your Year parents were like the, all the street lights came on at six o'clock and you were expected to be back in your house. Mm-hmm. Until then, they didn't care where you were. Yeah, they didn't and know. it's crazy because yeah. we lived like two feet from the jungle yeah. or two feet from, from yeah. like downtown. Yeah. Like yeah. every every creature and every plant was right. literally trying to kill you down right. there. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's small frogs that would poison you to yeah. death and yeah. somehow we came out unscathed but right. it was more dangerous if you weren't in your house when the street lights right. came it, on. Just the it freaks come out at night? No, your parents, your parents would let you descend yeah. oh. from the home yeah. to come collect you from wherever you right. were. Yeah. But I mean I just remember getting booted out yeah, and then have to be home by six, and there's yeah. bicycles and chaos, mm-hmm. and you you never checked in. No, Mm-mm. yeah, mm. that's it was not it at was all nuts. how I was raised. I remember like uh, we went to um, it was with the kids, and I took them to not Ripley's, but what's the wonder? Yeah, Wonderworks. Maybe one of the two, and they had a huge Google Maps, mm-hmm. like this big giant screen mm-hmm. where you could Google Map stuff, and I. This was like, oh, maybe like eight years ago. So I really hadn't looked at Panama. So I was like, let me let me look up my old house. Right. You know, 50, 5271B Morrison Avenue on uh, Diablo. Those are the most like Anglo names. Was it because it was an American, oh. the American towns. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> all, it was all the Americans that worked on the Panama Canal. See, I'm picturing No, it was these all sorts beautiful. American installations right. in the middle of this foreign oh. country. Right. Ah, that's just. It being... was like a mini America. Yeah. Yeah. But that's different. like going to a resort <laughs> yeah. with a lot with a lot of Hawaiian shirts. Right. <laughs> right. Count me out. With... <laughs> a silk shirt game is not for me. <laughs> a lot of cocktails and a lot of like Guayabera shirts. Right. Which right. are like Latino yeah. dress shirts. Everybody's you could rocking Magnum PI outfits down yeah. there. Pretty much. Oh all, my God. all the time. And people, I remember everybody just kind of running around in their bathing suits even, like, because it would be rainy season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the kids my age would just run around in their bathing suits. So if it started raining while you were playing, Might as well. you were still cool. If, you're, yeah. if it wasn't thundering, you're still, you had to, yeah. you're just expected to stay outside. Yeah, you yeah. still didn't come back inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Find shelter, <laughs> but not here. Yeah. Everybody's cutting, like, stalks <laughs> off banana trees. And when it rained, the rain was, like, fat yeah. raindrops like a raindrop the size of it was a like can it was like eight degrees celsius it was freezing when it hit you <laughs> it, was, it, it was, was a really cool place it was though. super cool we um, had a lot of fun there yeah it was super fun it was really it, it was a neat life that's cool well, that's neat that you got to do that yeah. have you been back 
I've not. My daughter and I, they were talking about going on a mission trip there. Um, yeah. Covenant United Methodist is a, a medical missions trip there in the summer. So I think next summer we may go. Yeah, I went back uh, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. And it's totally different. Is it? It's still beautiful. Like every, you'll be like, anyway, that Google Earth thing. Yeah. Sorry, let me go back to that really quick. That So it was the first time I'd looked at it since I had left in like 87. Right. So I'm looking at where we would ride our bikes. And I was like, were my parents insane people? Like, I was tracking, like, where I would ride as a kid. And my mileage was, like, eight miles wide gone. Yeah. They wouldn't even know where to start looking. And you talk about human trafficking. I had long, super long blonde hair. Right. And everybody would just grab my hair. Yeah. And they would just grab my hair as I walked by, you know, because they would, you know, want to just touch it, I guess. And. I would go downtown by myself. When you come back on post, there's like guys standing there with machine guns, you know, and I'm thinking they yeah. have to guard us yeah. in here, but you let me go out there right. <laughs> by myself. And you were just like a kid in flip-flops yeah. or sneakers to walk yes. right by them. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It's like you have blue <laughs> eyes too. They were just yeah. like, oh, yeah, get her. Yeah. Get yeah. that one. They were like, yeah. all right, we'll see you later. Just I can't the weirdest remember. crap that we got to do. I know. It's insane. I can't remember where it was. My business partner and his senior class went Somewhere in South America, and no, probably not South America because there was camels there because they're trying to <laughs> trade him a camel for the blue-eyed girl that he was hanging out with. Yeah, he's really? like camel for blue eyes, mm-hmm. and it was actually a friend of mine's sister. Do and I was like, like camels. that is, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, how do you? I'd be like, can I fit this in the overhead compartment on the way home? But they let me take it back. Yeah, I'm trying. To, can this, how, how how well what do they does swim? That camel eats exactly. Yeah. How hard is it to take Give us some Alpo and some swimmies, and we ride and <laughs> yeah. we going across this channel. I would She's do that. Like, would, Are you serious right now? Are you actually thinking about it? I'd, I'd offload about seventy uh, percent of my friends, probably <laughs> for a camel. Oh yeah, it doesn't even have to be a healthy one. Or I mean, it could be taxidermy. Have you seen to be honest with you. Camel today. It's... Just riding in the back <laughs> yeah. of the jeep, like, getting awesome. hit in the face by traffic lights as I'm driving through town. <laughs> Oh, man. Why did you settle in Dothan if you've been to all these cool places? What is wrong with you? I love Dothan. It's really, um, it's a great place to raise kids. It is. You can really feel it's safe, kind of turning them loose here. Yeah. And, you know, we had the opportunity to go to Birmingham or Atlanta, and my husband and I just really like Dothan. Mm-hmm. It's just really safe, and you can um, be in military. I never really belonged anywhere or, you know, yeah. you know just kind of made myself yeah. a part of a community and Dathan's really easy to to become a community with it's yeah. absolutely so it's kind of neat it's really easy to network with people mm-hmm. and to, you see the same people over and over again but not enough for them to be all in your business so it's, it's kind of the perfect size yeah got a small, small town, town vibe yeah, yeah. yeah. And you I, get do, the, I do appreciate that when yeah. you go anywhere you know the same people yeah it's, yeah it's tricky tricky because like Sometimes that small town vibe is good, and sometimes you like feel left out of everything because it's so tightly right, knit. Right, right. Yeah. And so, like at a certain point, you're like, "How do I traverse this and get into that crowd?" Or right. I don't know. But there's still a no, good mix right. because of the military base. I think of people that aren't from Dothan yeah. that you can still kind of mesh in, mm-hmm. you know, with everybody, and and it's close to the beach and close to Atlanta, and yep. you know, so there's still a lot. I, I love Dothan, so yeah. I'm glad we ended up here. Yeah, me too. It's a very easy place to live too. Like the cost of living is super is. cheap. Yeah. In comparison to everywhere else in the world. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, 
I also like the um, old-fashioned values. I do, too. And I, I never realize how much I like them until I go home to Maine. Right. And everybody is so rude. Yeah, nobody's right. holding the door for anybody. Right, right. yeah. Or, or they saying, look at you like you're sketchy if you do hold the door. Yeah. They're like, I can get the door. They don't door. say thank you, yeah. and so you try to slam no, it on them yes. on the way out? Yes, ma'am. Yes. You're like, excuse me? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... When we moved here, I got in more trouble because I did not say sir or ma'am because yes. I'm from upstate New York. Right. And so, like, here, the teacher would be like, Justin, uh, what's the answer? Or do you do you know the answer? I'm like, yeah, uh, it's this. And I'm like, you got to say yes, ma'am. I was like, but I know the answer. Right. No. Why are we going to start this awkward argument right. in front of all these people Yeah. when both of us know that I'm right? Yeah. See, Tim and I are not from the South. Yeah. And so we had to make that a house, like, you had to you had to reference yes ma'am no sir yeah. right because yeah. if you didn't your kids would and you literally get, yeah, get, you get out in the world day. they're considered rude yeah. Yeah, yeah they're considered rude mm-hmm. ill-mannered right don't behave right i mean so yeah and now i expect now i'm like excuse what oh my yeah. kids know how did yeah. you excuse me how did yeah. you answer me yeah yeah, yeah. all <laughs> my friends parents thought i was a jerk yeah, because you didn't do that. Yeah, partly because I'm a jerk, but the other yeah. part is like just because I wasn't yeah. addressing everybody as like Lord of the Castle or my, whatever they were. My niece and nephew don't the have Lord to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And so um, they live in South Florida. Mm-hmm. And, and when they're here, my kids are so funny because they'll I'll ask my niece, I'll be like, Audrey, do you want something to drink? And she'll be like, yeah. Sure. And my kids are like, what? what? Mom, you know, like, what are you You're fixing to do? Smack her? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, so I do make her say yes, You're please. Not you know, yeah, exactly. They're like, what's happening? Yeah. I'm just just from the outline of this podcast, I don't think Pam's going to be the one that's going to strike a child. No, no definitely not. <laughs> but I will give him a very mean look. There you go. <laughs> just kill him with glares. I'm just messing with you. It's all right. See, I would have got my teeth knocked in my throat yeah, when I was a kid. Same here. I'm like, nah, dude. Yeah. I'm not doing that. My I'm dad like, was military oh, really? and from the South. Yeah. 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 My stepdad was very much the same way. And. He would let you know when you were blowing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I let my kids know too. They knew. They they were very disciplined. So yeah, yeah. I was not. Well, <laughs> I just think it's it's just part of the culture. It's necessary, right. and it it, it just goes well. It's nice. It's fluid. Right. I love it. I do too. Yeah, I love the the structure of it. I love the manners of it, and I think it's neat. I, yeah. I love that old. There's a lot to be said about hanging on to your ideals from the roots. Yeah. Yeah. Because every different part of the country I mean, has a different vibe. Like, right. That's what you want. That's why you travel. It's a good right. experience, different things. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Um, so you settled here, and then how did you end up where you are now? So I started working at this um, for the First United Methodist Children's Home, um, doing that job for a, a program that was called Family Options, and we did contract work with um parents who were involved with DHR that were at risk of having their children removed mm-hmm. from the home and we would kind of go in and look and assess and see you know could we um, make the home to where it was a safe place for the children to come back you know or would they need to be in foster care and maybe adopted out or could we maintain the children in the home and them never be removed and it was really sad work because sure. um, what we were seeing is that a lot of the parents were just really struggling with um, their own issues from their own really abusive childhoods, mm-hmm. a lot of domestic violence, but a whole lot of drugs, a whole lot yeah. of prescription pills, a whole lot of, you know, cocaine. Trying to self-medicate to get yes. over the stuff that happened to them. Absolutely. And so you saw that cycle continuing mm-hmm. and they really weren't that worried to, about getting their kids back or keeping their kids, which was really sad. And 
And so I worked so in that. Disconnected, like, very disconnected. Very disconnected. Like, yeah. They'd be better off if they weren't right, here. Right. Right. So, but at the same time, they wanted them, but they couldn't stay sober long enough for you to work with them to make it a safe environment for the kids. And so it just broke my heart. Um, the last client that I worked with had five children, and we begged her to um, to be able to go to treatment. We could send her kids with her. We'd mm-hmm. gotten a church to pay for it, and she just would not um, do it. And so her children had to be put in different foster cares. Oh they were God. split up, and oh it was just the most God. heart-wrenching thing. So I thought, well, I've got to learn more about addictions because I have no empathy for this right now because all I see are these children and how it's hurting yeah. them. I've never been an addict or an alcoholic. Sure. So I couldn't understand it. Yeah, you're just mad at the parents. Yes, I'm just mad at them. But and I think I can't effectively work with them if I don't get what they're mm-hmm. going through. Yeah. You know, if I if I used to smoke when I decided to quit, I just stopped. Like nobody sure. brought oh, me cigarettes. Stop. I didn't go buy any. Let's just see yeah. if I can get yeah. through this day. And yeah, we'll see if I can do tomorrow. Yeah, and so I, I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. But I knew I had to to be able to work effectively with parents and to be able to make home safe for kids. You've got to work with parents. Mm-hmm. So I um, I left that job and I went to work at the Haven. I worked as an addictions counselor for a couple of years and. Then I really learned about the disease of addiction and how that affected people. And I, and I heard the stories of so many addicts and alcoholics and what mm-hmm. they had been through and, and what their struggles were. And I actually could develop some empathy for what they were battling. And, um, and, and when I was there, my old supervisor at the family options job was working at what was called then the Wise Center, but now it's the Exchange Center. And she said, you know, I want you to come here and work with, um, with this agency and I want you to be the director. I'm going to move. And I, I, I've talked to the board about you and I really think you'd be a good fit. And I just thought, really, God had, you know, um, opened that door for me because I had worked with juveniles. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Alexa, turn it down. (laughs) She's not obedient. No, No, she did. (laughs) If if she turns white, then she's adjusting the volume. Okay. But you can tell her a numerical value, one through ten. Get there. She just needs to turn it down. Okay, go ahead. So I, I just felt like everything had aligned. I'd worked with adolescents and was putting them in and out of jail and thought that was terrible because part of their issue was that their parents yeah. were terrible role models or Or they're just, just emulating there. what they see. Exactly, exactly. Or they were just unsupervised mm-hmm. and, un, you know, oh, and had yeah. no guidance whatsoever and they were bound to get in trouble. And so for, from that, I went to work them directly with parents and then from there to learning more about the disease of addiction and how to effectively work with parents who were struggling with that. And then now I get to really get on the, on the prevention end of things, which I love. So even though we do trauma therapy for um, survivors of abuse and neglect and, and domestic violence, we also do a lot of prevention. So we're in the hospitals working with everybody who gives birth at the Medical Center of Flowers Hospital. Mm-hmm. They meet with one of our social workers for 30 to 30 minutes to an hour. And we talk to them about the realities of being a parent, you know, um, just kind of help. Regardless of their prior history. Regardless of their prior history. Because you can't really target. How do you look at one person and say, well, they're at risk. Sure. You know, of being a Oh, yeah, that's a lawsuit. She looks like there's some domestic violence going on in her home. And and the truth is, there is no particular look. There is not. There's no particular look for domestic violence. There's no particular look for child abuse. Right. If there was, we wouldn't have all these outbreaks of random, like, Right, sketchy business at schools with guns and right. It happens in every single type of right, every socioeconomic group, religious background. Yeah, right. So we just go see everybody, and we and and, you know honestly, if you've been a parent before too, or even been around toddlers for a length of Mm -hmm. time, you know that it really takes a great deal of patience. Oh, you got to be a saint. Yeah, and there's I don't have kids. Yeah, it's exhausting, (laughs) and so and and your hormones are crazy, Mm -hmm. and and so it's just a really really tough time. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, if I had a tough time under the best of circumstances, I basically grew up with a baby on my hip, love children, Mm -hmm. have the patience of when it comes to children, yeah, have a great husband, supportive family. 
you know, if it was hard for me, then, you know, sure. I can't imagine right. how hard it is if you take financial difficulties. Yeah. Single Maybe parent. have some addiction in the background yeah. that you're not dealing with. Yeah. Or a, a tough baby. Yeah. I mean, colic, um, yeah, colic, typhoid babies, uh, not sleeping, <laughs> you're not sleeping, right. or you've got, yeah. uh, what do you go? call it when you postpartum depression yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so we talk to them about that we take the shame away from all of those feelings we say you know yeah. every, you know there's Everybody gonna be a time yeah and there's gonna be time you don't like your kid yeah. and that that's normal you know yeah. my mom deals with that still <laughs> yeah to this day yeah i i remember yeah. a very specific time i with my son and i think he was almost one and i scared myself right yeah like i we've all had this he moments. had a look and he was all only and i had a look like i just was like right oh this is this is not yeah this is not good right because i was so like desperate to lose the i think i had a little bit of postpartum but i was right. so desperate to lose the pregnancy weight right. that I had to go for this walk and you know babies don't cooperate with right. anything and yeah. he didn't want to go for a walk that day and right. he like screamed the entire time you know just right it was one of those and you're like I just want to walk yes and I just I lost my patience put him in his car seat angrily and yeah. just all that stuff and I got home and I had tears like mm-hmm. flooding and my husband happened to be home and he's like are you okay I'm like you have to like Take this little dude. over. I yeah. Can't, like, I can't. Right. I can't deal at all yeah. anymore. And it makes you feel like a bad mom, but that's actually every mom, if they're being yeah. honest, has been sure. there yeah. in that moment. Oh, yeah. Every dad has been there yeah. in that moment. And so mm-hmm. we just talk to them about, like, you know, when you're pregnant, everybody's like, oh, it's rainbows and butterflies. It's going to be the most amazing. And it is amazing, but it's also very stressful, and you're um, very yeah. exhausted, and it's overwhelming. And especially if you don't really know, if you're like a, not not like a natural nurturer, you know. And I, mean, I wasn't like I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't that person like babysitting. Yeah. I would tell my mom, "Don't tell your friends." Yes, that, exactly. That's something yeah. that I do because I don't. Right. Right. I don't like it. Yeah. And and so <laughs> and then the baby picks up on your stress right. or uneasiness, yeah. and yeah. so we just decided we would create this program that we go in and we we just get real about what to expect when you get home, and we get the dads too, and we say, "Look, you know, because most dads are like, I don't know what to do with this infant. I don't want to hold them. I'm scared I'm going to yeah. break them. I don't know what mm-hmm. to do." So we teach them how to swaddle the baby. Mm-hmm. We teach them the Dr. Harvey Carp's five ways of calming a crying baby, which absolutely work. I've never had one baby that I've not been able to instantly, like, just quiet. Really? Oh, it's amazing. And it's science. And it's just, you know, what's instinctive for us sometimes, but that we don't know why we do it. So doing mm-hmm. it, being purposeful about it. Like, you know, when your baby's crying, you naturally kind of bounce when you go, shh. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason the shh shuts, you know, kind of kind of quiets them down is because they're used to, in the womb, hearing your blood go around oh. the uterus over and over, and it makes that shh sound. So it's soothing for them because it reminds them of when they were in the womb. Mm. And so I never they, realized the uterus made so much racket. Yeah. All that blood Can pulsing through. how loud it is in there? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, honestly, your heart beating. Right. You're swallowing. Yeah. Talking. Breathing. Not breathing. Foods digesting, blood. A lot of pumping. stuff going on. Yeah. Oh, I guess mom would be breathing though. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like there's scuba gear I mean, in there. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Imagine being in a really loud pool yeah. underwater. Yeah, and everything's so, super amplified. And all those natural things that you do, there's a reason for it and a purpose. And so we teach them that. But we also talk to them about what the warning signs are for postpartum and that, hey, there is that doesn't mean you're a bad mom. That's like a normal thing. It's a hormonal thing. Right. It can be fixed. Sure. You know, you gotta ask for help. You know, everybody needs help and just and, and then connecting people that have no help because we forget there's so many people that don't have any help. Mm-hmm. And so when they have those moments like you had, they don't have a husband that's at home saying, Hey, let me take the baby for a minute. Mm-hmm. They don't have you know, so just having them um 
reach out to other people and ask for that help and to know that there are resources in our community. And that's one great thing about Dothan is we do have a ton of resources mm-hmm. um, for families and for people. Mm-hmm. So anyways, just taking that kind of um, shame factor away and then making that's sure. That's so important. It, it, it really is. It really is like even, uh, sorry, Justin, I'm going to bring it up. But even like those moms that can't breastfeed, there's right. so much shame mm-hmm. in it. Like, I know it sounds gross, but like right. you just, but that's, I mean, you're a great mom if you can. Right. And you're like this lousy mom if you have to buy. Right. It's just all that. And it comes right out of the gate. All yes. of it. All this pressure. Dude, yeah. All are, of this pressure. People are hating on anything that no, somebody else is doing and they right. either can't do it or they don't agree with it. Like everybody's well, just hating on everything. I know, right. But I think being a mom is an extra level of, especially a new mom, because let's say you're a working woman and now you're stay at home. You feel like you should be at work. You're always right. in the wrong place. Or if you go to work, you feel like you should be at home. You're mm-hmm. like always in the right. You know, yeah. And people like, are always judging you. You always, just feel it. Yeah. 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 So you we know. just kind of get real and are really laid back about like, this is your baby. And like, you, you do what you want to do. You do what you feel like is the best thing to do. And, and, you know, don't take people's judgment on, you know, as long as you're, my, my son one time said, um, I said, oh, don't do that. Somebody's going to think I, they're going to think I'm a horrible mom. And Patrick's like, well, as long as I think you're amazing, why do you care what anybody else there thinks? There you go. And I thought, well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So why do you care what anybody else thinks about how you're parenting? As long as your kid is happy and healthy and they're mm-hmm. loved and safe. I mean, that that's it. That's where it's at. That's your job. You yeah. Know? yeah. And they so, don't come with instructions. They don't. Well, they do in Dothan now, thanks oh, to do, us. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. They oh, have awesome. an, every, every, everybody goes home with an instruction that manual. That is actually yes. very good to know. Where <laughs> how are these instructions? How many pages is that? The main instruction is that, you know, if, as long as you love your baby and you, you, you're nurturing towards them, then you're, then everything else is going to fall into place, you know, and, and, but we do, we talk about, you know, growth and development and, you know, a lot of uh, the clients that we work with that are survivors of abuse or that mm-hmm. live in abusive situations with their babies will say, you know, to them, they're like, oh, I've got toddlers at home, but they don't know what's going on. You know, or I'm going to leave eventually. Yeah. And so we teach them that, you know, 80% of their brain is developed by the time they're three. So all of these things that are going on in your home, they're absorbing and it's affecting them. And their cortisol levels are, are maxed out because they're so stressed and they're in a toxic environment. So you're creating that for them for the rest of their Ooh. life. So it does matter, you know, and, and, you know, they are aware and they are impacted by it. And so if they know that before they ever leave the hospital, maybe it'll change some things sure. for them. Maybe they'll be more mm. proactive about making sure that they create a safe and nurturing environment for their babies. But a lot of times people don't know that, that they're affecting them. They don't know that there is help. Sure. They don't know that they're not the only one in those situations. And so we're able to just say that right out of the gate. And we do know when we go into the, the rooms, we do know um, sometimes if they're high risk, like if they have multiple kids under three, you know, if they are a single parent mm-hmm. and um, if there's fighting going on in the room, you know, just some, if they're, they're yeah, not you picking can up feel the baby the room. as can, much. You yeah. can figure out the vibe of the and room. And especially as we have social workers that have been doing this yeah. for years. So our, our radars are just on point. You come know? out and be like, yeah, that one in there? Yeah. You better get in there hurry. Yeah. We're giving them our cell number, like call us yeah. anytime, you know. So, so it's really a neat program. That's awesome. So we do a lot of prevention stuff in the in the hospitals. We do prevention work in the homes. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen Nanny Nine One One? Yes. We are Nanny Nine One One. So like basically, if there's like a, a high stress situation, parents who are self identified to be at risk for abuse will call us, and we'll go into the home and we'll ask the parents or the parent what it is that they're struggling the most with, where the most stress occurs in their house, mm-hmm. and then we work with them on how to um, reduce the risk factors for abuse. And so that's basically like if your morning routines where everything's you know just hell's breaking loose yeah. we we're like okay well let's look at it what's going on with your morning routine how can we fix that 
your child's defiant or, you know, disobedient or just running the house. Okay, let's flip it back the way it's supposed to be. You're in charge, you know. Really? And um, so we, we teach them really effective ways of disciplining and just, um, you know, routines. We do um, Dave Ramsey's money management program with our families if they need any kind of help, like with electric bills. Mm-hmm. One of the things is that they have to agree to do Dave Ramsey's program with us so that we can teach them financial management. Um, home management skills. I've gone into homes with, you know, gloves on and a bottle of Clorox and said, okay, we're going to clean this house, yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, a lot of times if people have grown up and, and they built, don't know any better. No, I worked in a home with three toddlers and there was feces all over the floor, fleas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like a, the terrible, terrible environment. And, you know, it's really dramatic for kids to get placed in foster care. And so what you want to try to do is make the home livable. And, and make, make them proud of it so yes, they take care of it. Right. And so it turned out this this young woman just didn't know. She grew yeah. up in filth, and she didn't realize her house was even dirty. And mm-hmm. when I told her to get the um, feces off the floor because the baby's crawling around, she looked at me like it was strange. Then she goes and picks I got to get that doodle off the floor? Yeah. Then she picks the feces up, puts it in the trash, goes to the sink, gets a washcloth, smears the rest of it in, hey. no cleaning products, goes back to the sink, rinses the rag over the, over the dishes, and, and lays it, it down. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. was her idea of clean. Dude, that's madness yeah she didn't how much dookie has she eaten i don't know i'm just kidding that's a lot i don't think this is that that, a lot podcast a lot that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah and the babies i mean like one of the babies was eating a bag of sour cream and onion chips and um she handed me the bag to hold and she'd been walking around eating them the whole time she's about a year and a half two years old and i looked down in that bag and y'all there's like baby roaches all in that bag and how i knew that was normal How I knew that was normal is that they didn't freak out when I said, um, there's roaches in this bag. Oh, yeah. That's just Freddie and his family. They're fine what? in there. She just kind of looked and she was like, oh, okay. And I said, yeah, it needs to be thrown away. And she was like, oh, But there's still okay. good chips in there. Yeah. What? They didn't freak out. That's normal, that's you know, for her. Like her crazy. whole life, that's normal. I guess so. Wouldn't you freak out if you saw roaches in your kid's mouth? I'd be like bleaching my kid's mouth. If, like, I'm oh my my, God. if I'm at a friend's house and a roach like just cruises by on the yeah. floor, I'm ghosting i'm ghosting that friend forever all right friendship terminated yeah until you get yeah. somebody you gotta get cooks in here fast yeah you would never make it yeah. this job i'm not yeah. messing with this place like, there's an infestation happening right yeah. yeah if there's one there's got to be 50 million yeah. yeah when you're a social worker you learn to just kind of flick it no, out of the way no, and you know oh you have gosh, to pretend like i've heard stories of like in-home nurses yeah. that have had to deal with stuff yeah. like that and it's it's pretty commonplace. Like, yeah, you have to just pretend it's not happening. It's a lot more happening. prevalent yeah. than you would I, think. I, yeah. I could do it. Yeah. No, I literally could not. It's do funny it. when we have interns and we take them and they've never been exposed to that. And there's like, you know, they're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> we're Everybody's like, like no. ooh, ooh, <laughs> we're, oh. we're, I can't. No. like, you can't act like that. You've got to act like it's like nothing's wrong. Charlie's going to have nightmares. The writing must have been on the wall because when I wanted to go to college, I wanted, I was wanted to be a social worker to start. And my mom was like, absolutely not. Nah, dude. Right. No. You right. can't even hang she out with a <laughs> with a like, kid. You can't even like, babysit somebody. No, Why are you like, going to do social work? You are not equipped for that right. at all. Now, right. and it was, I was like, I can handle tough situations, but yeah. now that you mentioned the cockroaches, absolutely. Yeah, she was no. right. She was right 100%. Yeah, you're yeah. flying Your mom's a wise lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I that. see one cockroach in my house, I'm like, there's an infestation. Yeah. Tim Call Cox, Pest Control. <laughs> have yeah. them come immediately. Like, right. This is yeah. unacceptable living conditions. This is unacceptable. Right. I'm taking the kids and the dogs yeah. and our, we're going to a hotel. Our 20-year-old <laughs> children are going to... DHR is coming to get them. <laughs> today. I'm going to go back here for the 15th time today. Yeah. Handle right. it. See, that's the beauty of having a Roomba. You just let a Roomba run wild. Have you ever had an opposite situation where it was like a super OCD? 
Yes. Like couldn't handle their children yes. because they were messy. Yeah. Because yes. They were. Yes. Kid was rocking rock, diapers unruly, and they were like, oh, you like, need to be an adult. Dirty, yeah. Sticky. Yeah. Unrealistic expectations yes. for their kids. Absolutely. Yes. We've had the opposite too. Oh, mm-hmm. that's going to be me yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, because you do have to change. But one of the biggest risk factors, you know, is that, that people expect their children to be able to be at a level that they're not they're not mentally there yet. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can't expect like a two year old that's potty training to not ever have an accident. And that's when most abuse occurs, actually, for toddlers is when they're in that potty training age. Really? Mm-hmm. It is because the parents get so overwhelmed and so frustrated. And it's like, my gosh, just, you know, cut them some slack, put them back in a diaper. He'll get potty trained eventually. Sure. You know, don't don't push them before they're ready. Right. And there's all this pressure, like to get them potty trained. So well, cause- Early. All your friends are posting on Facebook. Uh, yes. Oh, little Marianne dude yes. in the potty yeah. today. Like, check it out. Yeah. And, it's and like, you're just sitting there and you're like, your kid's four months older yeah. than Marianne. You're like, yeah. you idiot. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're like really frustrated that yeah. they're not. And it's not yeah. my granddaddy said that. He said I had five kids and he said they all potty trained at different ages. And now look at them. None of them crap their pants. Well, that's. <laughs> and you don't know who yeah. stopped first. You know, that's <laughs> it's right. just like it doesn't matter really. Way. But, you know, eventually, though, by, you know, sometimes they're three. Yeah. That's okay. You're like waterboarding yeah. them in the tub like oh you this filthy little me, poop but, kid uh, the first chat room it's funny that you bring this, the first chat room i ever joined was a potty training <laughs> chat room because jake refused yes. like he drove me insane yeah just put him out in the yard i we did that and he was happier out there see i should have just locked the door yes. but yeah just give him a tent <laughs> like, here you go dog i should have acted like we were in panama just right like come on back yeah the when the street lights come on good luck to you um <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I just remember getting a random potty training chat room, and I'm right. like, please help me. I know. <laughs> it's the most one of the most frustrating times for parents, it that, is. getting them to sleep in their own bed and go to bed at a certain bedtime. All these things are really frustrating. It's tricky, too, because I feel like humans are getting a little less smart than they used to be, <laughs> like with the advent of things like Alexa or anything. No, yeah. pipe down. I don't want your attention, Alexa. Just shut up. <laughs> um <laughs> She doesn't know what to do. You just oh, she's so twice. sad. Um, but like, because technology. Do you technology's... some Alexas more than other Alexas? Yeah. Like, does this one get more? That one's chill. I don't know that. Uh-oh. You don't know <laughs> she what? Doesn't know. She doesn't know. <laughs> we she thought you were smart. Yeah. She, she doesn't know what's going she on. She doesn't know how he treats the other Alexas. <laughs> no, the other ones. The other ones There's I There's other ones? Yeah. Sorry, you're not my only. You're not my one only. Um, but with like technology... And all of these different things that are supposed to make your life a little bit easier. Like, I feel like people are getting a dumber, but B, there's so many more opportunities to like ruin your kid because they're growing up with the same stuff. Well, I'll say this. So like, I don't have Is to have a form of child abuse. If you're constantly handing your child a tablet or a phone, yes. so you don't have to interact with them. I feel like it's individually. Is that a new problem? Is that a 2018 you know, yeah. neglect you issue. Do, you do see that a lot more. You know, of course, I wouldn't classify like as neglect because their their basic needs are being met, and that's mm-hmm. what you know. So oh. it doesn't escalate to that level. But it is, um, it is really important for kids to be bonded with their parents yeah, and to, to be engaged with them. And that's going to be important not only when they're little, but also when they get to be older. Mm-hmm. You want them to feel perfectly comfortable and connected with you to want to come and talk to you about mm-hmm. things that they're yeah. going through that are really hard to you know involve you in their life. And if they constantly are, are distracted by electronics and stuff, they're not going to really yeah. bond with you the way that they normally would. They're going to have awkward Facebook posts yeah. all the time. And you're going to yeah. try to call them and be like, hey, is everything cool? You don't know me, mom. And yeah. just like slam oh, the phone down. Yeah. 
awesome. Or yeah. if your constant conversation with them is just like really basic, you know, because they're so distracted. Because I know when my ch- children have their phone in their hands, they they're short like, word uh-huh. me. Yeah, they mm-hmm. short. So yeah, when we get the fine. car, I'm like, give me your electronics. Because like I want to talk. I, I love when they got their permits because mm. then they had to drive and, you know. So they th- couldn't have that phone yeah. in their hands. So they're bored because they're just talking away. And I'm like, oh, I love this. You know, mm-hmm. this is really nice. So just um, I think parents are missing out. It's a loss for them. Yeah. And a loss for the kids, too, because that's some really important time that you could be spending with your kids. And, mm-hmm. and it can be a really easy babysitter and you lose a lot i mean um i always tell everybody babies don't keep for sure they grow up really fast and so mm-hmm. even though you may be exhausted and overwhelmed you, you really just need to soak it up and, and and get some of that time in and those electronics especially if you want to entice them to vote for the dudes you're voting for yeah yeah that's what you want well, you just want a little too, clones they, of yourself yes <laughs> they suck you in yeah. Like, I would say I have a small form of addiction. Like, they suck you in. You don't yeah. even know that 15 minutes is gone. Right. Yeah. Bye. Like, yeah. And, and, and Tim and I are getting terrible about it. What, what do you mean? House. Oh, you're talking about devices or children? De- no, like, our phone <laughs> oh, will be yeah. talking, and then all of a sudden, like, I'll, like, check a message, and then he'll be like, oh, since she's checking a message, I'll yeah. check a message, and yeah. then it'll be, like, seven minutes. The calendar minutes. days yeah. are blowing like, off the... Yeah. We haven't talked to each other at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah, our phones the whole time. You lose yeah. it. Well, yeah. even at the park, I see, um, you know, parents sometimes they'll, you know, I'm playing usually out there, you know, and you'll see the parents that the kids are like, hey, Miss Lady, will you swing me? You know, and I look around for the parent because I don't want to just be randomly just swinging somebody's kid, you know. Scrolling through fake news. Yeah, and it Let's may see be what that Trump they, tweeted today. And it's so easy to go down a rabbit hole. You may take a picture oh, of your yeah. kid and just be like, I'm going to post it real quick. Yeah. Right, now I need a hashtag. But it's like, yeah, let me think of all the hashtags. Yes. And it's like, oh, what'd they post? And then before you know it, that's 20 minutes at the park, you're yeah. gone. Right. You know, and, and you're that mom. You're your just that mom standing out there by the tire swing like, where are you? Yeah. So, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's not on purpose. It's not intentional. But you yeah. do have to be intentional about making sure that it doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. I mean, phones ruin so much. Yeah. Like just like electronic devices ruin so much about everything. Like you don't learn anything anymore because you can just ask whomever. Right. You can Google anything from this little miniature iPad in your pocket. Like nobody, nobody has to know anything anymore. Right. No, and it used to be. Or two, you would ask the smartest person. Yeah, so right. There was a smartest yes. person. Like, right. what's you that? Know, your group, what? You're yeah. always like, go ask James. Yeah. yeah. He what's, for sure knows. Yeah. What do you think seventy-two times sixty-four is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You don't have to. You don't have to even calculate. Alexa, what's seventy-two times sixty-four? Yeah, dude, 4,608. It would take me a month to figure that out. And now you got this Common Core nonsense going on. Right, yeah. Do you think Common Core math and like changing the way that parents were brought up has anything to do with like the disconnect of. Yeah, like, do you think that's a... What is this? What, what are oh the statistics maybe, on helping Maybe we should not. I'm not going to start wow. running my theories <laughs> by I bet you. they are way up. I bet they are way up. I mean, up. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Homework time is a very stressful time. Yeah. But, but even more so now because you really can't. First of all, your kids don't have books. Yeah. My kids don't have books. Like, it's how all do you, digital what? now. It's all digital. What do you mean? They don't bring home books. So like, if they, they get an iPad at school, or like, they don't have books anymore. Well, they have to leave them at the school if they have them in the class. They have to what? leave them at the school. Well, you so, bring them home, you might cut the out, outline of a gun in there and then smuggle stuff. I don't, I don't know what the reasoning is. I think Books it's a weapons. money thing. I think it's a money thing. Like they don't, the kids lose them or destroy them or whatever, so they just keep them. That's part on of campus. the fun of having a book. Yeah, like you need to write well, that's in the part back. of the responsibility well, how are you too. To do your homework? Draw well, mustaches on they, everybody. Study. 
how are you supposed to help them with the homework when you can't look up how to how to do it? Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause you Google I, everything. Yeah, you Which do. is only teaching your kids yeah. that you don't really know, need to know how to do this. My, well, mom's doing fine. Yeah. What do I need to know this yeah. for? She has no clue what's going on it with long division. It makes my kids disappointed in me. They're like, mom, help me with this. And I'm like trying to help them. They're like, that's not how our teacher told us. No, we can't do it that way. I'm yeah. like, but that's the right answer. No, you can't do it that way. No. That'll be wrong. See, I got yeah. in so much trouble as a kid because I would get the right answer, but I would never show any work. Same. And mm-hmm. they were just like, yeah. Nah, dude, you're cheating. I was like, well, you want to sit here and just rattle off numbers at me right. and I'll write them down and then I'll give you the answer and then right. you tell me that I'm still cheating? Like, right. No, you got to do it with everybody else. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, well, then I'm just going to yeah. cheat. No. My kid looked at me and said, like, Mom, don't you have a master's degree? I'm like, not in math. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not, not math. math. Will send you over the brink. Yeah. I it's, remember having to tell my kids, I'm like, look, I can't, I think it was fourth grade, I cannot right. help you right. with your homework right. anymore. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah. Failed you algebra. Are already smarter than me <laughs> at math. Me trying to help you would take us an hour and a half longer. Right. So right. it is now your responsibility. <laughs> you have to pay you attention. You sit there in class all day. <laughs> you have to do the work. You pay attention. If I was yeah. in class with you, I would know how to do it. Right. But I'm not. Right. So See, yeah. when, I was, when I was in high school, algebra was split between 1A and 1B. Like if right. you just couldn't do all of it at once, it was too stressful. Right. Which is definitely the case for me. Dude, I failed algebra 1A like seven times <laughs> i had like a 0.5 gpa <laughs> and i was just like i guess i'm yeah. just gonna i don't know just scrub sewers but see, i don't know what i'm gonna do for a living now there's khan academy so my kids i tell them like if you don't have to do something i'm like go get on khan academy and there's like this little dude on youtube and he shows them step by step you'll be like what's sixth grade third week math and it'll pull up all the math they're doing and it'll have this little tutorial that comes That's up and shows them exactly how to do it awesome. if you're a parent yeah. and you this, this is how my kids survived because yeah. my husband found that. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah. So if you listen to the words, if you right. don't know this, this will save your whole household. It will. It's called Khan Academy. Yes. It's the deal. With it, a, and your kids will never know that they're smarter than you because you can just act like it's a lesson. Like, look, I could show you, but you mm. need to learn how to learn on your own. So go get on Khan Academy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and do your math. <laughs> I always knew smart, parents man. were just really scam artists. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say at the beginning of this show? Yeah. Like, birth through 10 is all lies. Yes, it's yes. lies. Just trying to save face. Yeah, you go. Yes. <laughs> we don't know what we're... Nobody knows what they're doing. That's the thing, is that you have all these people that are experts, and it's like, well, you really don't know. Yeah. How, yeah. how are you an expert? Because nobody can test right. that. Like, there's no... <laughs> yeah. So when somebody asks me something, I'm like, let my kids get to be like 30, and if they're not screwed up, I'll answer your question. Yes. Because also, I don't really can, know that I'm doing it right. I'm doing my best. Yeah. Can't, do they have insurance? They can get their own counselor. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. They can deal with their counselor. Right. I mean, it's just, you really don't know hands. what you're doing. You know, you just have to do the best. It's instinct. Yeah. You know, it's instinct. I think you get to that point, too, in adulthood where you're just like, wait a minute. Nobody yeah. knows what they're doing. Yeah. Nobody no. around me knows what they're doing. Everybody's, Everybody's just been BSing their way through parenthood. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Yeah. Full of shit this entire yeah. time. Yeah. It's so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Even you, Mom, you had no idea what you were doing. I remember, yeah. I remember like the first instances when I started realizing that all the adults in my life were just big kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, wait, he's been to jail? Like, right. What do you mean? Oh, that... My uncle went to jail? Right. Yeah. For what? what? He did what? That's yeah. Broke into a... You, you got to be kidding me. Huh? And you realize, you realize that because I said so, it's because they have no idea why. Dude, so yeah. they're just going to throw that out yeah. there. It's just because I said so. Well, I I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I said so. How about that? <laughs> and then uh, now you just got this weird standoff for no reason. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so tell me about what you guys are doing. So tell me about this 5K. Okay, so we um, started a couple of years ago. I think this is our seventh um, 5K. Mm-hmm. So we started that as an awareness event um, because we just wanted to be able to shed a light on um, child abuse in the communities because we don't think that people are aware that this is something that actually is happening in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our churches, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that it actually happens in Dothan, Alabama, and in the oh, Wiregrass yeah. area. Um, but if you pick up any paper, you, you, you see article after article. Not, you won't find that in the local. I'll, not in the local. Not any paper. <laughs> Local's a good time all the right, time. Right, a good time all the time. Well, and there's, <laughs> but, there's levels. But in, the, in, but yeah. the, in the news, you, yeah, you do see it yeah. all the time. Absolutely. And it's shocking. And we see over 500 victims every year through our agency just for counseling services. That's more than one a day, people. Um, so so that, that's amazing to me that yeah. we serve that number of people and we turn over that number every single year um sometimes upwards of 700 people come through our center and those are new ones that you haven't yes. dealt with the year before right Ooh. right so it's a it, it's really um it's something that's impacting our community it's impacting um everybody even if you're not directly affected and mm-hmm. but but nobody wants to come to a vigil for child abuse nobody wants to come to um, um something and hear you speak about what's going yeah, on in our nobody community. wants to be sombered no nobody's no, trying to all stay my facebook friends hate bit. me yeah because yeah. i'm sharing articles about about child yeah, abuse and sexual Sarah abuse. Sarah playing yes, in the background, yes. all these yeah, slow-mo yeah. black and white yeah. videos. Yeah, my yeah. husband's like, Pam, stop sharing you're that stuff. You're bumming out the entire yes, internet. Everybody like is hating you right now. That's you, why the Kardashian, the yeah. it's people like you that make the Kardashians yes, a thing. Yes, exactly. People so, are trying to get that mindless escape. Exactly. Pam's like, I tried to win some I know, but I'm like, they need to know. You know? To this light. <laughs> yeah, so, so I finally kind of caught on to that and I was like, you're right, you know, there's got to be a better way to bring awareness to this and I thought we are a prevention center mm-hmm. yeah. and and that's a, that's a good thing so um, we thought what way can we bring people to the table to show all of the people that we work with that there, there is a community of people who care about what they've been through there's a community of people who want to protect children mm-hmm. there there's a community of people who will step up um, if we ask them to and so that's where we came up with the superhero run to prevent child abuse and so we said not um, every child needs a hero but abused children need a superhero and so what we do is we invite the community out to truly be superheroes mm-hmm. Um, for kids and, and for survivors in general. And so that we have clients that come to that, that run and I can't tell you how much it means to them to look around and see that many people. We have hundreds of people come to this run and they're all dressed up like superheroes. But not only to see them come and stand up, they think it's just for them. Sure. But also to see these families of what um, what the people that we work with always dreamed they had. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these families that are loving and that are doing fun things with their kids and that are really taking initiative to be involved in their community and that are that are a seemingly healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that that's a beautiful picture for them and Absolutely. it gives them um, some some hope and. So um, we use this. Um, this is a beautiful way, a fun way to enlighten people that we, we really need a community to stand up against child abuse. And, and it takes everybody and um, that we all have an opportunity to be a superhero one way or the other. Yeah. And so this is us giving everybody, whether you're a runner or not a runner, um, if, if you just want to show up if you and stand around or help or volunteer mm-hmm. in some way, if you just want to cheer on people as they run um, and whatever facet you want to show up, just, just dress up in your favorite superhero shirt and come out and just... Um, just be present so that the people that we work with every day that are struggling with this no, they're not alone that's right because uh, you know i think if you ask most of our clients one of the one of the biggest things that they all have in common is they have this shame mm-hmm. um, factor with them because you know um 
Well, everybody's embarrassed. They're embarrassed. They think that they've, they've done something wrong <laughs> they think and it's that's their what fault. caused it. Yeah. They think it's their fault. Yeah. And so just knowing that they don't have to be ashamed and there, there are people that care is, is really powerful and it, it really gives a lot of hope. And so... Wait, who doesn't think it's the child or the parent? The child. Um, a lot of times... <laughs> well, almost all the time. Um, I, I've done this for 20 years. I don't think I've ever worked with a child that didn't think it was their fault. So much so that one client that I worked with um, ha- had a little boy and he was... Um, uh, she wanted to get back custody of him and she had told me all along about how abusive her environment was how mm-hmm. her mom wasn't protective you know all these different things about her childhood and I asked her you know I said okay well I can help you get your son back you know you really are in a good path you're you know you're sober you're maintaining mm-hmm. a job you're in a good place you know and the best place for a child is with their parents yeah and so ask any child and that's who they want to be with and so I asked her I was like where where's your child at now and she said well you know my child is with my parent and I was like, this. Wait, the no, same one that was this. whooping you as a kid? Ah, yeah. Why would you? Oh. Okay, and that's the question yeah. is why. And the why was is that that wouldn't happen to her child because her child was so special. But she wasn't. Yeah. And, and oh, so it was so deep inside of yeah. her that it was her fault that she didn't even know that she was putting her child at risk mm-hmm. by letting her parent keep him because she thought that. That it was he, just her. It was just her yeah. that caused that to happen. Wow. And, and that's how deep-seated that that's- is crazy yeah. now was her child abused by the grandparents he was too young to you oh. know to be able to discern he did have a lot uh, you know um that the child did have a lot of behavioral issues and you know but it was really too young to be able to tell but mm. um we were able to get the child back with the mom and she yeah. you know was really healthy and it, it's just been a beautiful oh, thing it's good. been several several years but it's a beautiful thing but that, that's when it hit me how deep-seated that is mm-hmm. that like yeah because in her mind she was putting her child somewhere safe until she could get where she needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and her wow. safe place was in the abusive home. Yeah, she the grew same in. place they were just sitting you on the stove and turning that burner on until you start acting right. Right. I mean, it's just really sad, you know, when, yeah. you, when you think about it in that way. So, um, so the, the superhero run, if you, if you ever come out there, it's really, it's really cool. I mean, first of all, some people have some really authentic superhero costumes. There's like people that like just think about you get this a bunch all of year. Dragon Con fools yeah, coming out. Like, exactly. Like and then you see, yeah. yeah. And then you see daddies out there running with their little baby on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just, it's just really, um, it's just really neat. I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite days of the year to see that many people come together. And I love our clients seeing that. And I love our community seeing that. Absolutely. Like, How fun. That is really neat. That's and April twenty eighth. Yes, it's always the last Saturday in April, and it's um you come to the Westgate Tennis Center mm-hmm. and we run the Westgate Trail. Okay. And then afterwards we have a one mile fun run for kids, which mm-hmm. is really three quarters of a mile, but they don't know that, so they they run a whole mile and they all get to run through a ribbon and break it as they cross the line. We keep pulling it back across and. Oh, that's um, awesome! It's pretty neat. They, they, what about the pet pet? So this is our first year doing this, and so one of the things that um, we wanted to incorporate this year is. Um, just really um, also bringing awareness to um, animal abuse. A lot of the, the, the kids, and this is really sad. I'm sorry to, you know, y'all may want to fix another drink. But, bumming me out over here. Yeah, but a lot of the children that we work with, um, survivors, um, some of the way that they were punished is that the parent would hurt their animal because oh, of course they oh, love their animal no. and so um so Ugh. a lot of times where there's a home where there's child abuse there's domestic violence where there's child abuse there's also animal abuse sure. and oh, vice yeah. versa and so they they all kind of run together yeah i was gonna say like there once if you cross that threshold of mm-hmm. like abusing a, another tiny human yeah like right a dog there's or no a, boundary a dog or a cat ain't nothing yeah. you're just flicking that thing off like, that's right 
like Trump's dodging charges. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's just one of those things that um, we, we thought we wanted to invite people to bring their animals out there and us just to be able to love on them and mm-hmm. um, to dress them up. And then also we were going to invite, uh, we invited, um, and Liz is in charge of that, so I'm not sure which um, which shelter she invited to come out, but to come and set up their dogs and maybe have them available for people to see. And hopefully um, we'll have some Adopt sweet some families out. take home some, some animals too. See, I could have come mm-hmm. and now I can't. <laughs> It's yeah. too heavy for Charlene. Yeah, it's too much. But it's a <laughs> but it's a it's adventure. a good thing though because hopefully they're gonna find homes and they're you know it's, and you know I you said that and I it reminds me of a story from when I lived in Panama but it was just the age I was at anyway so this kid that I used to hang out with all the time we were in the same grade his name was Yon Kizu and one year for Christmas he got a boxer mm-hmm. and you know you don't know what's going on behind closed doors never at right. all. so. Um, Jan was um, from Spain and his family was from the Basque country Um, so I only say that to say that his family was probably really tough Spanish Spain you know right really hard and and he was a troublemaker so he uh, so he had this boxer that he took everywhere it was like a TV dog Mm -hmm. like it went everywhere with us when we rode our bikes it went Wherever we went, this dog went. It was his, like, the love of his life. Right. So Jan did something to school. He got in trouble. And so his dad, there was a family that lived, actually it was sad because it was across the street from me. So his family that lived there, and they had a dog that was tied up outside all the time. And we always used to think it was sad, this dog. Yeah. And here we are with this dog's name was Oscar, this boxer. Uh, we would, you know, be running around, and Oscar was living the life. Well, when Jan got in trouble, his dad sold that dog or gave the dog to that family Um, that had the dog tied up outside and then Oscar was tied up outside and so Jan had to see it like what kind of mind game are you playing dad say that and I'm like wow dude well, that's the best way to get to kids because they love their animals so much. I know, yeah. but I wouldn't ever even imagine, sure. like, what level right. of, like... And how warped do you have to how be? How sure. warped do you have to be? Like, right. you, there's no, like, regular punishment in the house right. that you can't go to. You had to... Like, how... That yeah. is severe. That's life traumatizing. Yeah, dude. Like, that's now you got to walk dog. by this dude all the time? And your sad dog's tied up in the yard all day. Trying to when get to you? Like, choking himself to death just, trying to get to you? Ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. We have staff meetings every Friday, and we staff, you know, new cases that come in. And, you know, I used to always say, you know, like, find myself trying to, like, wrap my mind around it. Like, how could somebody do that? Or how could they even think of that? Or why would they? Yeah. And then I realized that I'll never come up with that answer because no. I'm not sick. Because you're not out yeah. of your mind. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you have to be you know you know, and a lot of times you know when you think about how you parent and this is why it's so important for us to do the parenting classes to go in the hospitals to do the education part of it because when you think about how you parent your children it's inevitably how you were parented unless you make a oh, conscious yeah. effort to change it and so a lot of times that that's where that that brokenness comes from and that way of thinking comes from and so until somebody gets healing and that's why we do the um therapy for adult survivors as well mm-hmm. is because you've got to intervene in that cycle and, uh, and change the way that people think and and help them to see why they think the way they think and do the things they do and hopefully we can do it before it affects another generation of kids there you go wow. that way nobody's terrified we're right. like well you just wait till your father gets home right like, well, i love seeing that dude yeah 
That's right. I can't wait. That's right. Well, hey, tell me when Dad gets home. Yeah. I'll be in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Play all these video games. You know, and people think that it doesn't affect them like if it's not their household. But you think about, you know, when you look at people that you work with, your coworkers mm-hmm. or people that you hire and those types of things, most of the reason people lose their job or are ineffective at work, it's not anything to do with the... distracted with whatever's yeah. going on in the house. Absolutely. Or because they have no social skills because, yeah. you know, they have so many issues going on that they can't get along with other people. They can't They're manage their anger. They're picking themselves apart yes. on the inside before they can really right make an impact on the outside right whereas if you had healthy people that grew up in healthy loving nurturing homes where their needs were met i, I don't think that you know. really exists <laughs> i think everybody's got a little bit of dents and scratches here a and li- there not a perfect home but sure. definitely definitely a, a loving home yeah, you know because you can my dad my dad was i mean he grew up military he grew up in the south i mean he 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 was it would be considered child abuse the way that he spanked my sister and i sure but I feel zero damage from that yeah. because he loved us mm-hmm. and he took care of us and our needs were met and that he disciplined. And he always and, said, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts yeah. you. Yeah, but yeah. You, at that time, that wasn't. That was the way that people disciplined their children. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, but, but when you're, when you're a parent, if you're doing, um, if, if your children know that you love them and they know that they can come to you with problems that mm-hmm. they know that they're safe in your home, you know, I never felt unsafe, you know, yeah. I mean, so that lifelong relationship is worth exactly. exponentially more than exactly that frustration. Yeah. At the but time. to say that he never cussed us out or he never sure. spanked us, or, you know, no, I no, mean, that's not, I, yeah. you know, there's no perfect yeah. parent. No, there there's not. No perfect parent, there's not. I always say if you are able to Fine, you, you spank, you don't spank, you sit in court, whatever right. your Don't do it in public, is. though. Like, don't I be, a, always, uh, don't be a Walmart to... beating your kid that's on a leash. <laughs> like, let's not be that tacky. <laughs> I've taken my kid back to the car. Yes. And then we've gone back to Walmart. Yes. And then we've gone back like, to I the feel car. Like corp- yes. And then we've gone back yes. to I feel like Walmart. corporal punishment definitely <laughs> yeah. has its place to an extent. We're going to figure this out, and you're going to realize that you will behave in Walmart. Right. Yeah, there's well, also no Walmart. excuse to be boxing a toddler like, in the produce <laughs> department. Right. Right. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to no, me at all. No. I've actually, like, every now and again, I just get fed up with the way humans act in public. Right. And every now and again, like, if I see, like, a mom just trashing her kid to its face just like talking all this nonsense oh, I don't like that yeah, like, I don't like either. why don't you uh what was the last time you've done anything amazing right yeah i don't i don't but i've always said um i don't like, like that either. make yeah. sure that your kids like if you know people are like what's your best parenting advice right i'm always like don't raise assholes sure, <laughs> well make sure they understand why why you're angry right yeah like, do you understand why i'm so mad at you right now right. do you understand and a lot of times they don't. No. Right. A lot of times they they'll tell you. I thought the fork went in the because, wall socket. I don't know. <laughs> you're mad because I did this. No, yeah. that right. is not. That's why not it I'm, at all. That's yeah. not it at all. Right. Why I'm angry with you? Do you understand now? Right. Yes, I understand. You know, it's you know, make sure. And also, you know, we're not perfect. And apologize to your right. kid. Right. Like I don't remember ever getting an apology. Like, right. You know, you Never. would get told. No. Every horrible thing. Yeah. Like you were just yeah. dog, yes. you know, dog food. Yeah. And then there was never a. Never. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Yeah. Never. I made that. I was I a little too passionate too when we much. had that conversation. Yeah. You're not dog food. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, I was just super angry. I right. lost control. Yeah. Ugh. There's, you know, I never heard that. Never would you get. I remember never. getting in trouble for something I didn't do. And I adamantly denied doing it. Yeah. And I still got a spanking. I still got grounded. Yeah. Double punishment. And then my dad found out that I didn't do it. And I'm like all, you know, self-righteous about it. Like, yeah, I'm waiting for my apology. And he's like, well, just count that for all the crap you did that I didn't find out about. Right. I mean, no apology. No, 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 
<laughs> and then like, I thought, you know what? what? You're right, actually. I've yeah. done a lot that you don't know about, gonna so say, I'm going to take it. And I'm still <laughs> getting off light. That, that is exactly yeah. your point and my yeah. point, yeah. is that our parents didn't really know what we were doing. No. Because we're not telling those people. Right. They're not, right. They're not even capable <laughs> no. of apologizing. No. I'm not going to tell them never. all the down no, dirty dude. stuff never. I've been doing. Never. The stuff my kids tell me, I would have never said to my parents. Oh, I feel Every like. Every now and again, I'll, I'll let something slip. I'm like, yeah, I remember uh, 2000, what, or not even 2000, like, remember 98 when that uh, whatever burnt to the <laughs> ground? Yeah, that was me. That was- and my mom would be like, you told me that wasn't you. Like, I can't believe you lied to me. I was like. Uh, you can't believe that at all? Like, think about what I did. You and told then, me the Easter Bunny was real. Yeah. Would, right? Come on, yeah. I'm exactly. just getting you back. Way to bring it back around. That's uh, it. Great job, Pam. Um, no, but I remember, like, I'll bring up not even, like, ugly stuff, but, like, funny stuff that your parents used to do. And you'd be like, yeah. do you remember that you used to do this all the time? Yeah. Like, I never did that. <laughs> the way they remember it, the way yeah, you remember like, it, you totally uh, We obviously did not live in the same house. Right, yeah. right. But I, I've always said, make sure your kids understand why you're angry. Make right. sure that they right. understand. And by that point, you should be calmed down. They're calmed down. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having a conversation now. You're learning something as a parent. Like, I, no, that's not why I'm angry with you think that's why I mean no that's there's a lesson to be learned yeah. right. we're talking and then if you screw up say you're sorry right that right. goes so far right with a kid even yeah. a kid like, like, oh man you make us you make bad choices well, you make when you're old too. you right. make them apologize for right. things like you right. make them go say they're sorry right. for stuff but if you're not doing but it then what the hell's the point like, right yeah. they don't really get it right. so you have to be some role model you are mom right you know everybody makes mistakes. oh i apologize to my kids all the time yeah. and i you know I, I don't hesitate to i'm like yeah, yeah you're right and my kids now are old enough where they'll call me out like before i can even get an attitude with them they're like yeah you've had a bad day this isn't about me yeah <laughs> yeah you're right man <laughs> you're right <laughs> kids are so intuitive yeah, yeah like, they really are so they're so much smarter than we are I don't so trust, much smarter i don't than trust them at all yeah yeah my kids know to vacuum and then spray like febreze everywhere and they're like we clean the house <laughs> yeah. And, I'm yeah. Like, and here's your wine and i'm like oh you guys are the best. Man, You're why amazing. is this all still yeah. dusty, though? Yeah. Yeah. Give me that wine. <laughs> Give me a little more of that. I won't yeah, I'm going to get myself through this. Okay, so it is the 2018 Superhero 5K Run Walk to Prevent Child Abuse. It is April 28th from 8 to 12 p.m. Do you have to register before? Can you register that If you morning? register before April the 6th, you can get um, a T-shirt. Oh, cool. So, and our T-shirts are really cool. We've got Iron Man as our superhero this mm-hmm. year. We have a different one every year. And so it'll have Iron Man on the front and then the back of it will say, I'm a superhero for kids. And then it'll have all of our sponsors. Um, Mike Smith's Automotive Group. Um, he's, Mike Smith is our sponsor every mm-hmm. year. Uh, I think he's a community superhero. Yeah. So it's perfect. So I think he, he helps out everybody. I, I don't know anybody he hasn't helped. So he's awesome and perfect for that. But um, if you a, register before before then you can get the t-shirt if not we may have some extras that you can buy at the event but you'll still going to pay the same price for mm-hmm. um not having a t-shirt so yeah. i would i would recommend registering early okay. um you can come out there at 6 30 the day of the event if you want to do a late registration and, and come there to sign up that same day we'll be registering from 6 30 all the way up until right before the run starts um, and then the fun run will start immediately after the 5k so probably about nine o'clock the kids will do their fun run what bouncy houses out there, face painting, all kinds of games, superheroes, princes, princesses, everybody wandering around there for your kids to get photo ops with. So it'll be really fun. That's that awesome. sounds yeah. Iron Man's gonna be there. So can't do uh, that. Tony Stark. Yeah. Nice. Man. Or like a real costume? Yeah. Like a for real costume? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Charlene's intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I may or may not have a Green Lantern full Halloween costume from a couple years ago. Just rock that thing. I'm talking full body suit. Babe. Put it on. Get it, girl. We had somebody Hopefully run. Hopefully it'll the... be a cool day. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Be you'll be dying. Really yes. miserable. Stay hydrated. I made my kids be Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse one year. <laughs> it was so hot. Yeah. I made my kids be Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse one year, and they take the thing off, and they're like pouring sweat. And I was like, that may have been borderline yeah. wrong. <laughs> I want to say I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. We're here running to prevent <laughs> this right. very thing. One of those times you apologize. That right. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah. After they finish their full four hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much, but I am also sorry. He did not Mickey Mouse Oops. costume. It was so awesome having you in. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. I enjoyed being here. Yeah. Now, um, how can people get a hold of you, not just for the run information, but also if they're listening and they're struggling and they may need some help? If you call our number, 334-671-1966, we can help you. We have um, free counseling services, free in-home support services, and parenting classes anger management classes um if you just need to talk whatever you know anger management classes Justin. yeah why are you making such heavy eye contact right now <laughs> you don't want to see me when i'm angry <laughs> so um, also you can go to our website when you email our website that comes directly to me so okay. if you um, want to email our exchange web, center exchange uh if you okay. go on there and you email through that website it'll come to me and i'll make sure you get taken care of if we can't help you we can absolutely connect with some of our other um partnering agencies and they should be able to help so if you just have something in general that you're you're struggling with and that you need help and you don't know who to reach out to you can call mm-hmm. us for that as well or you can call our friend david duke at 211 because um, he has all the information about local services oh yeah awesome is that it is that 85 yeah, yeah. That's 85 how have we done Do have 85 the bear the bear's in timeout because she doo-dooed on the rug the other day did she yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I picked it up. You just smeared it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just smeared it. <laughs> Came over here and got that old washcloth that I checked on oil with. <laughs> All right. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.